If you're a more energetically sensitive creative leader or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes, blends business and spiritual principles to help creatives, leaders, and entrepreneurs identify common energetic roadblocks and how to overcome them to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Long Stokes. Today, we are going to be talking about guilt and how guilt might potentially be slowing you down as you take your steps in entrepreneurship, whether you're just at the beginning stages of starting your business or you've been doing this for a long time, it's likely that now or at some point you will be handling almost a subconscious level of guilt when it comes to making the decisions that need to be made to grow your business. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. So when you're empathic, you are by default able to sense the emotions of others. And this means that there's going to be times when you are aware of what of what you want or what you need to do, but you also have a keen sense that it may impact others in a way that you're not really comfortable with. Maybe it's going to make them angry or make them sad, some of these decisions you have to make. So many times when we go to take our own steps, it's going to have an impact on others. Sometimes they will like the impact this is going to have, and sometimes they won't. But if you're in touch with your truth and you know what you need to do and the steps you need to take, then it's likely it's likely time that you take those steps. So when the step that you're going to take is going to have an impact on another, you may sense what their emotions or responses are going to be before you even, you know, take that step. This means that not only are you going to have to muster up the courage to take the step in the first place, as we all know, change can feel hard, but it also means that you're going to have to face the consequences energetically before you even take the step. And for most empaths, this combo can just be too much. It can be so much that it keeps them rooted in non-change for a lot longer than necessary. And this is where we see friction arise when people know that there are these steps that they need to be taking, but they're not taking it. Now, I'm a firm believer that we all came here with a destiny and that there will be times in our life when, you know, for whatever reason, we need to pivot so that we can get back onto our path. And unfortunately, sometimes these pivots are going to impact people around us and, you know, they're not going to like it. It could be that, you know, you're aware that your your marriage has run its course or that your business is in need of a new manager, that the, the one you have isn't sufficient and you know you need something new to, to keep growing or maybe maybe you're aware that it's time to quit a job that you're in and pursue one of your passions. So whatever the step that you need to take, it's going to have impact on someone around you. An example of this is I remember uh, having moved from Chicago to Portland many years ago and being extremely miserable in my new job. 
uh, at the time I was uh, a tech manager. It, it, it was a really random job. I, I don't know how they gave it to me or why, but it was handed to me while I was making that move from Chicago to Portland. And it was, you know, back in the day where finding remote work wasn't easy. And so I was stoked that, you know, someone was like, hey, here's a job and, you know, you can work from your computer. And it was with the software company that I had some experience with at the nonprofit that I had been working for. And when they found out I was leaving my position, they recruited me with the promise of flexible work schedules and it was decent pay. So I, you know, I was over the moon and I accepted it, but a few weeks into it, oh boy, did it become so clear that I was not cut out for that job, for full-time computer work, for this, the stress of the software startup. You know, this is way before I had any, any mindfulness and meditation skills to deal with, to deal with stress and the energy I was handling in that job. So I found myself having really, really terrible thoughts. At the time, I was wishing that something bad would happen to me. Like I'm not, I remember the thought running through my mind that was like, geez, if I could just get a a cancer diagnosis, I could quit without having to disappoint the company or my partner who was already super stressed about us having made that move from Chicago to Portland. And he was trying to find his job um, in the new city. So I get sad thinking back on this time in my life. I was a total people-pleasing empath. I was aware enough to know that I was not on my path, but I was too scared to ruffle the feathers of those around me. So instead, I wished illness on myself. And luckily, I came to my senses pretty quickly and I quit that job. Um, I think I lasted like two months and I allowed myself the relief and change that my spirit and body were asking of me. And you know what? My bosses didn't even actually seem to care when I left, but my partner was was pretty angry at me. And looking back on it, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. it's clear that at the time I was handling a lot of the potential energy of guilt that was going to be coming from him. Uh, I was anticipating his disappointment. So it made taking that step harder. The guilt was enough to keep me stuck in that misery for longer than needed. So um, soon after, you know, I ended up starting my business and I found my way back on path and really towards my destiny. It all worked out, but guilt can be sneaky and it can show up in ways that hold us back from expanding or growing our business to new heights. And you might not always be conscious that the steps you aren't taking are because of guilt. So I'm going to take a quick break here, but when I come back, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into how guilt shows up when I see this in my clients that I work with on growing their businesses. And we begin doing the deeper work and peeling back the layers. We begin really seeing where guilt is the thing that is preventing them from taking their next step. So I want to talk more about specifics. So I'll be back in just a quick moment. Are you a creative leader or entrepreneur looking to enhance your life and business by learning the subtle yet powerful skill of clairvoyance? 
In October, I'm launching my annual year-long clairvoyant training, where we will deep dive into the practical skills and tools involved in the art of reading energy. We will clear any energy that's currently blocking your clairvoyant abilities so that whether you see yourself as a very intuitive person or you struggle to connect with your own answers, you will become the oracle of your own life. Over the course of 12 months, you will learn all the ins and outs of becoming a neutral energy reader. So whether you decide to fuse these new abilities with your current set of skills or become a professional reader, or simply explore how this powerful skill can shift your life, I promise you one thing. You are in for a new level of clarity and personal exploration. Topics and skills include learning how to read past lives, learning how to heal karma, learning how to give a full seven-layer aura reading so that people can see where they're at and take their next steps. You'll learn how to access the Akashic Records and meet your Akashic Guide. You will learn to clear energy from your genetics and your DNA, and you will become senior to beings, learning how to do things like clear unwanted energy from physical spaces, online spaces, and any energy spaces of the things that you are creating in life, whether that be a business or a hobby. We are going to dive deep and we are going to learn how to see. And I am going to hold the space for you. Classes will happen once a week with practice labs once a week as well. If you're curious, but you're not sure if you're a fit, I encourage you to apply anyway. Program kicks off in October and I'll be doing complimentary 30-minute calls between now and then if you're interested and you want to look at what's in store for you if you take this next step. All right, see you soon. Okay, so let's dive back in and talk a little bit more about guilt, this sneaky energy that can show up and hold us back from expanding into our truth. You know, that's really what it is, is that we all are here to be in alignment as creators. And this means that on your path of creation, there are going to be times you need to go to the left, times you need to go to the right, and maybe times where you just need to stay stay straight on course. But no matter what choice you make, it will likely have an impact on others. And sometimes we hold ourselves back and create friction unconsciously, usually subconsciously, it's a subconscious thing, typically, like it's an energy that's just below the surface that we can't see. And um, we do this because we are handling the energy of guilt before we even go to take that next step. Okay, so for example, you might relate to this. Um, One area I see guilt show up for a lot of business owners is in not wanting to overshadow their previous mentors. So, um, obviously whatever it is that we go to do in life, we obviously have mentors that we work with, whether it's someone we hired or someone who was a friend. And it could be that, you know, they don't charge that much or they've decided to go one direction and not another. And so on some level, 
you know, sometimes it's conscious. Sometimes I see people who are aware with this, but a lot of times it's unconscious. They decide to hold back on their own path because it's not in alignment with the same steps that their mentor took, or they don't feel comfortable overshadowing their mentor by charging more or maybe moving into new territories that they know that their mentor had been interested in, but maybe hadn't taken the step to do that. Um, I had a really great psychic mentor for a long time, and I always had this feeling, this sense, you know, and it didn't really matter for a long time, but eventually I started to see that I was holding myself back and not taking steps I wanted to take because you know, she had said she wanted to write a book. Well, I had always wanted to write a book. You know, she had said she wanted to host a retreat. Well, I had always wanted to host a retreat too. So I found myself constantly going, oh, well, if she's not doing it yet, I shouldn't do it yet. Like, I don't want to like shine bigger or brighter than her. Or, well, she charges this much an hour, so I shouldn't charge more than that. And it just got to get really, it, it became really sticky. Obviously, you can see how messy this can get. And because it's not a relationship of conflict, like you admire this person, um, it can get confusing because, because you think, well, I just, I don't want to, I feel guilty. I don't want to overshadow that person. And so obviously this can be sticky, but if it was someone you didn't like, you would have no problem doing this. But when it's someone you like, it makes it a little bit more challenging. Or maybe you and a close friend have a similar business in the same or different cities and you want to open up like a second location, but you're worried about overshadowing her or getting quote unquote too big for your britches as that saying goes, but you know, just know this when you're an empath and you're creating with spirit on your side, you are aligning with not only what's best for you, but ultimately with what's best for others as well. Only the ego is going to have you believe that shining your light too bright is going to be a problem for others. And that's just what it comes down to. So when feelings like this crop up, I encourage you to address them journaling is really helpful for this to begin to dig a bit deeper into these feelings because usually they aren't as deep as you think. They're kind of sitting right under the surface, just right below the surface, ready to come forward. They're present enough to impact our ability to move forward, but they're hidden enough that sometimes they're difficult for us to see. And meanwhile, they're holding us back. So another place where I see guilt show up is sometimes in relationship to how hard we work or how much we earn for the amount of effort we put in. So do we work a lot less than our parents ever did and make more and have some hidden beliefs in our space that we need to work harder in order to make money or, um, We maybe inadvertently build businesses that require more effort than necessary because on some level we feel guilty if we let it be easy. I've seen this particular scenario play out with a lot of the entrepreneurs I've coached over the years and a good way to gain more awareness about whether your ego is currently holding you back is to pay attention to the moments of clarity and desire. You know, maybe you're out to eat one night chatting with your partner and you begin sharing your hopes and dreams. You know, maybe you you do have dreams to make a thousand an hour 
or to have 50 locations all over the world, or just maybe you have the dream to just have the type of business where you, um, you get to work at a computer and you don't have to, you know, work in a restaurant or work at an auto shop or do something that's really physical. Maybe even you're handling some guilt around that. So, so, you know, you're at this restaurant, you're sharing your dreams with your partner and you leave feeling like you're on a high and then you wake up the next day and you feel awful for even having the dream. It's like a dream hangover. I'm sure if you're an entrepreneur or you're listening to this podcast, you've had that experience where you go to a place or a space where you let yourself dream big and you wake up the next day with almost like a hangover feeling of like, Ooh, why did I even let myself go there? I feel so awful. Uh, it's almost like you're hitting the energy of it all before you've taken the steps and before you've truly adjusted to taking that step energetically. So begin digging into those emotions and getting to the bottom of it. You know, most people will just chalk it up to having like a crazy idea and they'll tell themselves that if it felt better, they would pursue it. But since it feels awful, it isn't the right step. And that's, that's a bunch of BS. That's typically the ego. So the reality is, is that as we grow our business and build our creations, we're going to hit times of discomfort and growth usually follows discomfort, but only if you remain steady and keep the energy and movement. If you stick your head in the sand, when you go and hit this energy of guilt and you never dig deeper into why these uncomfortable emotions exist, then you're not going to get to the root of this block that you're facing. And if you don't get to the root of the block, it's obviously going to be hard to move past it. But on the flip side of all of this is that, you know, you, you might be going, God, it just really sucks to be an empathic entrepreneur. Like, why do I have to handle this on a level that others don't? But, you know, on the flip side, when you're an empath and you're handling guilt before you make your decisions, that's that's just one of the struggles. But on the flip side, you have this wonderful internal compass of awareness that's not only going to guide you towards your next step, but towards all the steps you're going to take on your path to creative success. So if you remain open and in communication with your higher self, your life and business will release so much of the friction and will fall into a state of greater flow. And that's what I'm all about when I do my work with my clients is where's the friction and how do we find the flow? My motto is actually go with the flow, let your spirit tow. I'm not kidding. I'm a big dork, but that's it. You know, a certain amount of this, you do have to go with the flow. Your spirit and your guides are always trying to communicate with you but it's often our logical mind that gets in the way of this communication and tries to convince us that our next step steps are impractical or they don't make sense. The great thing though is that the more you lean into this and you make decisions and take steps in spite of the guilt or the feathers that you're inevitably going to ruffle, the more you're going to learn to trust your own empathic senses that are calling you towards your next steps. So listening to your spirit and the signs it gives you via these gut feelings and intuition is something that you'll have to practice and become more trusting of over time with experience of following these nudges and seeing 
where it takes you. And um, it's probably not going to happen overnight. This is something I've been working on my whole life. And if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is it's something you've been working on too, learning to trust that intuition. But after you begin doing this more and more, you're going to begin to see how this trust has never actually led you astray. Even if it led you into something challenging or a situation that was difficult, you likely learned something or had an experience that you needed to have. I'm a big believer that we came here as energetic beings and we took a body so that we could work through our karma and have experiences that we need to have to continue to grow and learn more about ourselves as infinite beings. So let this light guide you on your path and the sooner you get over that guilt or don't let it impact you in the first place, the more life you get to live, the more business you get to have, the more creative freedom. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that today. And I encourage you to keep creating and I'll be in touch with the next episode soon. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Longstokes. For more information on these and many more topics or to contact me for a consultation, please visit our new website at www.empathicenergymethod.com or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, please remember to take a moment to leave a star rating, a review, or just to share it with a friend. Okay, until next time, keep creating. Thank you.